You're listening to English with Monty, the podcast about the English language. Talking about how to use the word wish and how to express regret. Hello there and welcome to English with Monty. We're moving on to episode number 35. I have Gideon back with me today. How are you, Gideon? Hi, John. Doing fine, thanks. And yourself? Yeah, doing very well. You sound very chirpy. You, you must have had a good sleep or had about six coffees. <laughs> yeah, probably the latter. <laughs> yeah. More likely, I guess. Today, I thought we would talk about wish and I guess by extension, talking about regrets as well. Mm. Because I suppose they're linked together, aren't they? Yes. You were telling me a few minutes ago that you've done quite a lot on this, so you know your stuff. I don't know. I think I did a video on the unreal past. The unreal past. Wow. Yeah. When you use like a past tense to talk about something which is in the future, that's the unreal past. And and wish falls into that category, or sometimes does, because there are different meanings of wish. Because we can use wish in a number of different ways, can't we, really? Maybe a good starting point would be to talk about something that is impossible or unlikely. Yeah. I suppose there are parallels, aren't there, with the second conditional here, aren't there? Mm -hmm. In terms of the grammar form. So, for example, I could say to you, I wish I was taller. Yeah. Or I should say formally. You're you're absolutely correct, John. Uh, Formally, you might say, I wish I were taller. Ah, if you want yes. it to be more formal, in, I think in spoken English, many people, including myself or ourselves, would use was. But if you're writing formally after the verb, the verb to be is always in the were form. That is very similar to second conditional, isn't it? Because we would use that in the second conditional. Yeah. And what's happening here is you're using a past tense to talk about an imaginary situation or even a situation in the future. I wish I were able to join you at your big party next week, John. I wish I were able to. You can't. Or I wish I was able to. You no, can't. I'm afraid not. Oh, Well, you were the headline act. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm using next week, and I'm using a future tense. So that's what is confusing people, using a past tense to talk about future. That is confusing, isn't it? But that's why there is that parallel with the second conditional, isn't it? Because it's the same idea with the second conditional. Because I could say, if I were taller, I would be a basketball player. This, again, is saying something that is unlikely or impossible, but it can talk about the present or the future, right? That's right. Also, you should compare it to hope, because that's a common mistake Mm -hmm. that people sometimes use wish when they mean hope when something's possible use hope i hope i can come to your party next week Mm -hmm. that means it's possible i wish i could come to your party next week that means it's impossible ah right some people would say you know when talking about it it is possible i wish i can come next week or something like that using a present tense and using wish but no it is a common mistake isn't it i've heard that many times and i think it's good to have that distinction Frequently with with wish, yes, as you say, they would use the present tense afterwards. I guess in your mind, it's like, okay, I have to think about it's a hypothetical situation, isn't it, if you use wish? I wish I had a better French accent because I'm 
live in France and I try to speak French, but my accent is very British, very English. And I wish I had a better accent. So it's something which is, I would say impossible, but it doesn't have to be impossible. It has to be like unrealistic, shall we say. Unrealistic, yeah. Maybe it is impossible. I don't know, but unrealistic to think of that. Yeah, it's wish. But I'm sure the French people love you for your English accent anyway. So I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, worry about maybe. it. Maybe. Thank you. I think that's an important one. I think that covers that element. The next element, I think, is maybe talking about the idea of things that we want to happen or stop happening because they annoy us. Yeah. Waiting for the bus is a good example. Mm-hmm. I wish the bus would come. I'm getting wet. Exactly. Here, you're kind of adding an extra element. You're using wood plus the infinitive, aren't you, rather than actually using the past simple. Anytime you use this construction, it, it's talking about wanting something <laughs> to happen. And it is focused on the idea of something that annoys you invariably, isn't it? Exactly. It's often with wood, isn't it? So I wish I would. I wish you would. I wish you would stop shouting at me, John. This is a different use of the word wish for something which I hope that is possible, usually, but just seems unrealistic in the moment. But it is possible. It is possible, isn't it? That's the idea, isn't it? Want something to happen. I wish you wouldn't leave your shoes there. I almost fell over them. Yeah. So it's a polite way of saying, please do this or please don't do this. I guess as British people or English, particularly British, I would say we get accused of being a bit too polite. Is that a polite thing? Like, Can you, know, you be too polite? I don't know if you be, it's a bad thing to be too polite. <laughs> I agree, but I think this is something that sometimes non-native speakers think that we are being too polite about something. I mean, this kind of construction, if you say... A, I wish you wouldn't leave your shoes there. They almost fell over them. Is that a bit passive aggressive or is it dependent on how you say it? I think it depends on how you say it, tone of voice, mm-hmm. like a lot of things. Please don't leave your shoes there. I wish you wouldn't leave your shoes there. Hey, listen, I wish you wouldn't leave your shoes there. I think it depends on the tone. Really. Okay. So it's necessarily passive aggressive. I mean, sometimes you have to confront people and this is a good way to do it, I guess, using I wish you wouldn't. Okay, yeah, it's a nicer way of saying something that is slightly confrontational, you would say. Instead of saying, don't do this with imperative, Mm -hmm. it's slightly softer. Softer and would probably be received a lot better, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Which I think is true in any language, isn't it? Anytime you use an imperative, it doesn't Mm -hmm. really go down well, does it? Unless you may be a school teacher or something like that. Yeah, I think it depends on the language. You know, some languages, well, most likely they have different forms of you. So you can use imperative with the polite form of you. And it sounds more polite. But in English, we only have one form of you. Mm, so yeah, you have to get true. around it by using would or something like that. Because in uh, French, you have tu and vous. So you can just say, have this, then it, or something like this. You can't do that in English because it's an imperative. There's only one way to express the imperative. In order to be polite, you have to use other means. That's an interesting point. And also, I suppose as well, if you're talking about the example, I wish I was taller. I mean, obviously, we use the past simple in English, because we don't really have a conditional tense, do we? Like other languages would. In that case, that's like our conditional tense, isn't it? Also, I think with the would element, I think it's important to note that we can't say I wish I would. You can't, yes, because you're asking for something to happen or asking somebody to do something or not do something, it would be strange to say it to yourself. You could do, I guess. 
I wish I wouldn't waste so much time on social media. I guess you could admonish yourself like that. You could, but I suppose it seems a bit odd, doesn't it? But yes, I mean, you can, as you say, you're telling yourself off in that case, aren't you? Yeah. I suppose some people would say that, wouldn't they? It's an interesting one. And then if you're talking about the past, so something that did happen or didn't happen, how would we go there? What would the construction be? Well, if you're talking about just about wish in the past to talk about regrets, mm -hmm. then you'd need a past perfect because you can't use a past tense because that's already taken by the future. It's talking about unrealistic things. So you need to use a past perfect. For example, I wish I hadn't agreed to do a podcast with you today, John. So that would be expressing a regret. Of course, not true, but just to give the example, I wish I hadn't agreed to talk about past regrets. My cookie policy still stands if there is a sense that you actually truly feel that way then <laughs> more cookies on offer okay excellent and i could respond i wish you had told me the truth exactly so i didn't tell you the truth so it's a past tense it's a regret no you're, you're talking it's not a regret you're talking to me so you're admonishing me you're telling me off for a past mistake exactly i wish you hadn't bought those shoes they looked horrible exactly you could also substitute with if only as well hmm Exactly. I think almost interchangeable, aren't they? Maybe if only it's a little bit more dreamy, isn't it? But they're very similar. If only I hadn't had that third cup of coffee. No, that's not a good example. Though. If only I were free this summer, then I could go and see you in London, John. Well, hopefully you will be. Mm. As you say, it's a bit more dreamy, isn't it? If you say if only, it's like almost poetic. You know, I think it's quite useful to use depending on the situation. Maybe we should also talk about regret as well because we could use regret so a past regret couldn't we yeah with regrets there are two things if you use regrets for infinitive you're giving bad news you're not responsible for the bad news but you're giving bad news i regret to inform you that you haven't passed the interview so i'm not responsible for the bad news so i'm giving you bad news we regret to inform you that the train has been cancelled the 632 to manchester has been cancelled that would be an infinitive I regret plus ing would be a past regret. For example, I regret kicking the cat. I upset him. I think you I should. I didn't really kick the cat. I didn't really kick the cat. You got to be careful with that one because there was that football player, wasn't there? French football player. That... Exactly. Uh, maybe I'll give another example. I regret getting drunk last oh. night. Which ah. Again, is not true. <laughs> so Why it's... do you regret it? Because you have a hangover? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I have a terrible hangover. So something you did in the past, you wish you hadn't, you can use regret with ing. If it's a negative, you would just put not before the word regret. I regret not telling you the truth. You mean after okay. the word regret? After the word regret, sorry. Yeah. Before yeah. the verb with ing. I regret not telling you the truth. So that's an important one, isn't it? That links in with obviously the rules on the infinitive and the gerund as the second verb, doesn't it? Yeah. If it's negative on the second, you use not. You would not use don't. Mm -hmm. I regret not studying harder at school. You wouldn't say, I regret don't studying harder. I mean, that doesn't exactly. exist, does that? Exactly. Monty is based in London and we offer individual lessons and conversation group classes in the centre by Tottenham Court Road. Come and join us. You can access the times and place to meet through Meetup 
at the following web address. So that's meetup.com forward slash Monty dash English dash conversation. See you there. I think we've covered most things there. Is there anything else that you wanted to include there? That's fine, I think. Yeah, that's good. Of course, with Wish, there are other uses of Wish, of course. You can use Wish plus infinity. I wish to speak to the manager, mm -hmm. meaning I would like to. I could use it that way. I wish you good luck. That's another use of Wish. Okay, so you're fine to use it in different ways. So I think we'll do a brief test to see if the listeners can get these right on the basis of the information that we've given you. This is through EC English, so it's just a small test. It's only five or six different examples. So what I'll do is I'll read out the actual sentence to you, Gideon, with a space in between, and then I'll give you four options. You've got to choose the correct option. Okay. I wish space to my father. So we say, I had listened is option one. Option two is I listen. Option three is I have listened. And option four is had listened. The answer is had listened. I wish I had listened to my father. Okay, so it's a past regret. So you need a past perfect. Yes, you do. That's very good. Okay, I'll read the next one. I wish it the da, snowing. I wish it would snowing, could stopped snowing, would stop snowing, or would stopped snowing. Oh, in this case, you would say, I wish it would stop snowing. Because mm -hmm. we're talking about the idea of something that's kind of annoying or something that's happening you don't want. So you're using would in that case and the infinitive. Mm -hmm. Right. So next one, I wish I space so old. I wish I had not so old. I wish I am so old. I wish I would so old, or I wish I was not so old. The answer is none of them. <laughs> no, no, I, I guess they want to say this is an EC website. The answer they say is correct is I wish I was not so old. But as I said earlier, grammatically, I wish I were not so old. You would use were, not was. But of course, in spoken English, I wish I was not so old. Perfectly okay. And often you'd perhaps use the contraction more often. I guess if obviously you say was not, it's with more of an emphasis, isn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't be writing an angry letter to EC English about their test, but just to let you know. That's good to know. They might be writing an angry email to you. But... Yeah. The next one. I wish I, da -da, the train. I wish I have took the train, would taken the train, were taken the train. Had taken the train. I wish I had taken the train. Yes. This is the same kind of example as the first one, isn't it? I wish I had listened to my father. So this is a past idea. It refers to the past, doesn't it? Yeah. So the next one, I wish I da, 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 a day off. I wish I could taken a day off. I wish I had take a day off. I wish I would taken a day off or I wish I could take a day off. So the answer is, I wish I could take a day off. Here, this is an improbable or impossible wish for the future. 
Okay, because in the present tense, you use can, I can take a day off. But with wish, you put the verb in the past tense, as we said. So can becomes could. I wish I could take a day off because it's not going to happen. Almost certainly not going to happen. If it is going to happen or it's possible, you'd use hope. I hope I can take a day off. Mm. Okay, so for probability, you can use hope. For impossibility, use wish. Okay, no, that's a very important point. I like that one. Just to okay. reinforce it. Yeah, it's great. So the next one, I wish the prices, da-da-da, so expensive. I wish the prices have not so expensive. I wish the prices would not so expensive, were not so expensive, was not so expensive. Mm. Well, I think this is very true for today, isn't it? Because prices are going up. So I wish the prices were not so expensive. Yeah. This is, again, the second conditional idea. You're talking about something that's impossible or unlikely. Again, you could say weren't so expensive, but of course, if you want to emphasize it, were not is fine. Yeah. Excellent. I hope all the listeners got those right and it was pretty clear. Thank you for joining me, Gideon. Do you want to maybe promote a bit of what you do? Okay, well, I'll talk about my YouTube channel, Let Them Talk TV. Ah. Lots of videos on grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation. We also have one on the unreal past and wish falls into that category of unreal situations. So do check it out. That's great. And also you got a podcast. You're just taking a break with that at the moment. Is that right? I have been snowed under by work, so I can't do everything at the moment. So yes, we do have a podcast with Zeitgeist Banana. Lots of podcasts already recorded with John. So do check that out. Zeitgeist Banana. Indeed. I think that's a good one. It's slightly different from mine, isn't it? In the sense that we focus on things like the origin of the English language and things like that. A bit more factual, isn't it? Thank you for joining me today, Gideon. It's You're welcome. Been much appreciated. And your expertise was definitely um, <laughs> worth having on the show. Thanks for joining me. And you've been listening to English with Monty. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave me a donation online via our website. Monty is a small independent company and I do all the editing myself. I would suggest £2.50 to buy me a coffee or £5 for a beer montyenglish.co.uk then just click on the podcast button at the top you can donate here thank you i appreciate it